Welcome to the Rebranding Time Podcast. I am your host, Malik Ali, and the emphasis, the focus of this podcast is to fuel you for dominion. Now, what does Rebranding Time stand for? It's It means time is a gateway in which multiple dimensions exist. You can shift out of one era of time and into another. The dimension you choose creates your reality. We can exist in whichever era of time that we desire. That's the essence of rebranding time. Your ideal life is already waiting for you. It's time to align with the reality that your higher self has already created Christ in you, the hope of glory. Now become your new creation reality. Also, what we fulfill as a nonprofit initiative is that we focus on transforming and uniting communities together by celebrating identity, celebrating culture, and coaching and mentoring individuals to discover their purpose. This is made possible by hosting various events, providing assistance with the diverse needs of a community, providing mentorship, life coaching for youths and adults, as well as continuously seeking new ways to impact our global community. Our core values consist of welcoming, educating, serving, accepting, nurturing, transforming, and loving people. Now, a little bit about myself, your host, Malik. I believe that we truly have something special in which we are born with. This unique essence can't be imitated by another. And though it may look the same or smell the same, the taste will be different. I began dedicating my life to personal growth in 2014 and became a life coach, author, motivational speaker, master fitness trainer, and sports nutritionist, which later led to become an apostle for the Lord Jesus Christ, appointed and anointed by Him, going across the globe, raising up disciples, raising up leaders, serving the church to be built on the proper foundations and doctrines of Christ, to release a mantle of discipleship, to release the glory of God in fresh new waves of signs, wonders, healings, and miracles. And what an honor it is to serve you because my purpose is to help others reach their potential. And I truly desire to see others project their inner self outward into the universe. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Harnessing your sphere of influence. That's what today's podcast is about. What is your sphere of influence? It's actually the scope of your everyday life. That is an arena in which you are effective at influencing others. Which means everywhere you go, everywhere you walk to and from is your sphere of influence. Sound familiar? That is what the Lord told Joshua. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 3, it says, I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land that I have given you. Wow, how amazing is that? The heavens are opened up at your home, your workplace, grocery store, children's school, church, sporting events, bank, gym, coffee shops restaurants, gatherings with friends, vacations, and much more. Literally, everywhere you go, God wants to move 
through you as a vessel, as an instrument of righteousness to bring heaven on earth to bring justice, creative solutions, to speak prophecy over others, to serve those in need, to build people up, to teach the kingdom of God, to be a unique expression of Christ to others, to bind up the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to release the oil of gladness, to release mighty signs, wonders, and miracles. Are you excited? I am. Let's take a look at Luke chapter 5 and see how the Apostle Peter repositioned his sphere of influence for the kingdom of God. Remember, every action has a reaction. Before I get into this scripture, we're talking about harnessing our sphere of influence for the kingdom of God and becoming effective influencers for the kingdom of God. How amazing! Is this that everywhere you go is your sphere of influence okay Luke chapter 5 verse 1 through 3 it says on one occasion Jesus was preaching to a crowd on the shore of Lake Galilee a vast multitude of people was pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the Word of God he noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets Jesus climbed up to the boat belonging to Simon Peter and said to him let me use your boat push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowd Wow did you see how Jesus asked Peter to use his ship as a platform for work to earn, to now influence others for the kingdom of God. You see, Peter didn't catch any fish that night. <laughs> I could only imagine how disappointed he might have been. But when he saw Jesus and Jesus saw him, Jesus inquired, made a request, Hey, can I use your platform, the very thing that you were using to work, the very vessel that you were using to bring in provision? Can I use that? Can I be a part of that? Can I have access to that? Can you make room for me on your platform, in your workspace, when you go to the grocery store, when you drop your kids off at school, when you're at the bank, when you're talking to a neighbor, when you're at the school? What, wherever you are, whichever platform you're in, whichever sphere of influence you're operating from, in that moment, the Lord is saying, hey, can I join you? Can I have access? Will you be a microphone for me? Wow. You see, when Jesus used his platform, and, and you know Peter was open to it. Peter said, all right, man, go for it. Cool. I hear that you're the Messiah. Can I really say no to you? You actually can. We have a choice. But it's just really amazing that we get to do things with God and we get to be a blessing to people around us to see that they are deserving of God's great love through our lives. In 
Let's continue to read. What was the result for Peter surrendering his platform to Jesus and allowing him to have access, right? Allowing him to join him. In Luke chapter 5, verse 4 through 11, let's start breaking this down. We're going somewhere really exciting. Just keep your hearts open right now for God's word to bless you, to bring revelation, to bring understanding, to bring clarity, to bring guidance, right? To refresh you, renew your mind. It's awesome. I'm loving it right now myself, and I've already read this. I'm the one who organized this teaching through the Holy Spirit, and I'm loving it, man. Awesome. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, Now row out to deep water to cast your nets, and you will have a great catch. It's interesting how Jesus said, row out to deep water, right? Go into those places, right? Where you thought no one could go. Where the waters were probably too choppy. Jesus said, go there and you will see my care over your life. You will see my favor. You will see my grace. You will see my strength upon you. You will see my faithfulness over your life. Don't ask for things to be easy. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Don't ask the Lord. I really feel this is the Lord right now. Don't ask for things to be easy. This is not the appropriate prayer. <laughs> Man, thank you for the joy, Lord. Thank you for the joy. Hallelujah. When Nehemiah was rebuilding the temple, so much opposition came against him from the north, south, east, and west. Everyone came to oppose him. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> recording right now <laughs> okay it's recording <laughs> nehemiah was opposed from the north south east and west <laughs> hallelujah thank you lord I'm so drunk right now. This is awesome, man. Whoa. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lord. joy of the Lord is our strength. I release it to each and every person who's hungry for a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, fresh fire, fresh strength, fresh wisdom, fresh clarity, fresh might, fresh understandings, a fresh baptism of love. Okay, yeah, I release all of that to you right now in Jesus' mighty name. Just receive it. 
the Lord is with you. The Lord loves you. Thank you for your presence, my King. Thank you for meeting each and every person in the way that they need, that they desire. Lord, give them a greater revelation of your goodness, deeper intimacy with you, O oh, great Jesus. We bless you, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, the Lord is saying, go out to the deep. Nehemiah didn't pray for the, for the process to become easy. That's where I left off, right? Nehemiah said, Lord, you see these people opposing us. Strengthen my hand. Raise me up, right? And he did. Nehemiah could not be opposed. <laughs> and they finished the wall in record timing, you know? Amazing. So, Jesus said to Peter, Now row out to the deep water to cast your nets, and you will have a great catch. Master, Peter replied, We've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again and let down our nets because of your word. Whoa, did you hear that? <clears throat> when you get a word from God, and we're in His Word right now, it's becoming a revelation right now for us, so we can receive this Word. And when you apply it, when you act upon it, there's a blessing. When they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish. And their nets were ready to burst. Hallelujah. Get ready for your nets to burst. <laughs> as you make room for the Lord in your sphere of influence. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. Wow, wow. How amazing. How amazing. Let's pause right there and take a look at a couple of key points. One cool thing I want to point out is... The, whoa! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. They were by the lake of Gennesaret, which means garden or valley of riches. Everything in the Bible is prophetic. Even the numbers, right? The very names of the places are bringing a revelation which illuminate the scriptures in beautiful light. Each letter in the Hebrew language, right, is characterized by an image and a number. It's so deep and so vast. So right here in Luke chapter 5, in Lake, in Lake Gennesaret, where they wore the garden, the valley of riches, Peter catches a huge catch of fish by following the instructions of the Lord, by making space for the Lord in his sphere of influence on his platform for work. How amazing, how amazing is that? Thank you, Lord. And Peter was given wisdom by the Lord, direction for his work so that he may prosper. Nets ready to burst are highlighting the season of fruitfulness, not just in provision, but for the harvest of people accepting the invitation and inheritance of salvation through faith of Jesus Christ. Not faith in, faith of Jesus Christ. This new wineskin foundation that I have been laying down to effectively influence others for the kingdom of God is positioning you to move in great abundance as you preach and teach 
the kingdom of God, I encourage you, go through the entire season. There's one more episode that I'm going to release that will complete this season of training and equipping tools of how to effectively influence others for the kingdom of God. See, the blessing that Peter received was vast. It says they waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats. Oh my God, that's awesome. Filling with both boats with fish until they began to sink. Oh man, they couldn't even contain it in the boats. When Simon Peter saw this astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. Wow. Let's pause right there for a second. You see, the blessing didn't just come to Peter, but his associates also saw the promises of the Lord. And that's what the most beautiful thing is, is we're not just meant to be a blessing for ourselves, but for the world to see that we can shine so bright, that we can share the blessing with them, that we can show people the goodness and faithfulness and the covenant promises of this amazing God are true, are yes and amen. That we're just a revelation for all that is available to them. We all are God's favorite. There's no just one. We are all the apple of his eye. Okay, let me get back to the point of harnessing the sphere of influence, right? For the kingdom of God. So you see, Everyone was seeing the promises of the Lord Jesus, right? And it's the Lord's covenant that he made with them in Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 through 14. I'm going to read it real quickly over you. Get ready to receive <coughs> excuse me, these truths over your life, right? Receive them. This is who God is. And if you fully obey, this is verse 1, if you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all of his commandments that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the word of your God. Your towns, your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. Lord, I just speak this over the four corners of the earth. I thank you that each letter, each word is a portal that's being activated right now in the realm of the Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, your children and your crops will be blessed. The offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and Bread boards will be blessed. Wherever you go, whatever you do, you will be blessed. The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord, your God, will bless you in the land He is giving you. If you obey the commands of the Lord, your God, and walk in His ways, the Lord will establish you as His holy people, as He swore He would do. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. 
They will stand in awe of you. They will stand in awe of you. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land. He swore to your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain. Amen. The Lord is sending rain right now at the proper time, at the appointed time, which is right now from his rich treasury. Wow, how cool. In the heavens and will bless all the work that you do. Oh, we receive it, great God, for abiding in your word. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you listen to these commands of the Lord your God that I'm giving you today, and, and if you carefully obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. And you will always be on top and never at the bottom. You must not return. You must not turn away from any of the commands I am giving you today. Nor follow after other gods and worship them. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you, Father, for your word that it is true, that it is alive in our lives right now. We receive the fullness of it in Jesus' mighty name. But wait a minute. Was Peter a man that was obeying the commandments of the Lord? Because these are the blessings that people inherit, receive, live from if they obey the word of the Lord. But... When we're reading Luke chapter 5, verse 4 through 11, right in verse 8, when Simon Peter saw this astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. He's saying, I am a man that have, hasn't followed your law. I haven't kept the commandments. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including his fishing partners, Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle catch of fish because they were saying the same thing. <laughs> they were saying the same thing. How did this guy, Simon Peter, get this amazing catch? We know him. He doesn't follow the law. <clears throat> Jesus answered, Do not yield to your fear. I've come to reveal grace. That's what this encounter was about. Peter encountered grace, that he was no longer approved by his own works. And he came and he let Jesus know, hey, I'm a sinner. And Jesus wasn't even entertaining those thoughts or those words. He wasn't interested in really hearing it. He was wanting to celebrate Peter. He was wanting to show Peter the only way you'll come out of that mindset of being sin-focused, right? Of feeling less than, of feeling far away from me, is if you see my unconditional love that without you deserving it, I'm willing to give it all to you. So, friends... It's great when we harness our sphere of influence everywhere we go for the kingdom of God. And sure, God is going to bless us. But we can't earn the blessing. He just gives it to us. But more is added because there's a law of sowing and reaping. But at the foundation of what we walk on, we must believe. 
that just by the goodness of the Lord, because He did it all for us, we get to receive it all without works. But through that precious gift, through His awesome, unconditional love, through how He sees us so approved, sanctified, justified, holy, precious, pure in His eyes, we're so moved to make space for this amazing God. How could we not? It's amazing. He's awesome. He wants to be with us for all of our days. He's just jealous to spend time with us continuously. He wants us to shine and shine so bright. He wants us to bring this revelation of grace, love, happiness, blessing, salvation, union, connection, ecstasy, so that the world around us right, can also have it. And just real quickly, I want to share a few testimonies with you of when I moved in this realm in my previous business, in my wellness company called Outward Fitness, where I was training people how to project their inner self outward into the universe. And I'm still doing that now through rebranding time, but in different ways. You see, when you're great at something, when your purpose is moving in a certain direction, you can do it, you can fulfill it, right? Through many different operations and functions. It's not limited, it's vast. So in one season, it can look a certain way, but in another season, it shifts, it changes, it transitions. And that's a word for someone listening today. You're in a season of transitioning, new beginnings. Get excited, right? You're still moving through your calling, through your gift, right? But in a new way. Get excited. There's people waiting for you in that arena to hear the message, to experience the solutions that you're carrying. Hallelujah. Okay, back to the testimonies, right? These are really going to power you up, amplify you, encourage you, right? Empower you to begin to move and influence others for the kingdom of God by harnessing every area you go for God's glory to come forth. So at one time, I was an independent contractor at a wellness company. And when a woman was finishing the session that I was instructing, it was a group session, she was stretching out and I could tell that there was some tightness in her body. And so when I noticed that she was in pain, I kindly asked, hey, may I pray for you? I've seen Jesus Christ do amazing miracles. I believe that he is going to heal you right now. Did you hear that? I was harnessing my sphere of influence, which was my workplace at that time, for the kingdom of God to come through. This woman was in pain. Surely by his stripes we are healed, the word says. So as I prayed for her, didn't lay my hands on her, just prayed the blessing, and her son, who was quite young, was next to her. He is seeing all this with starstruck wonder. He's like, whoa, I've heard of Jesus. This is amazing. And so I asked her, Okay, where's your pain now? Her appearance of her face, right, was complete amazement because her pain was gone. Praise God. And she said, are you an energy healer? Because I've seen energy healers do things like this. I said, no, lady. Jesus Christ is the energy healer. Sure, the glory of God was released through me as a vessel for the Lord. And sure, healing energy was released, right? But I'm not an energy healer. I'm one with Christ. I'm in the fullness of Christ because of His great gift. And yes, from that place, that overflow, blessing is pouring out to others. She was amazed. Her son was so amazed. He said, wait a second. Are you Jesus? 
I said, no, young man. But it says in the word of God that a student can't be greater than his teacher, but when they are fully trained, can become like their teacher. Christ has said, you can become like me when you're fully trained. So amazing, the kingdom of God was exploding in the marketplace where I was fulfilling my wellness services. And she even went to go tell the owners. So here's another testimony. That the owners of that wellness company that were told by this woman that she got healed. I mean, right when I was about to leave, I was like, hey man, so what do you think of that? Because the business was owned by a Muslim, by an atheist, and by a Christian. So at that time, the individual who was an atheist was running the front desk area. And I was like, this is going to be amazing, you know? Because she herself did not believe she was a Methodist, but had left because she didn't find the truth in it. She encountered legalism. She didn't encounter God face to face. She didn't encounter the true doctrines of Jesus Christ, which I have a mandate to release. It's nothing new. It's just being brought back to the root, to the truth of what it was. And many people are doing that, even my church, Wildlife Church. So if you haven't visited wildlife church online on youtube on the youtube channel on facebook on their website it's amazing check it out awesome ministry but i said hey man are you amazed at this like isn't this wild he says yeah like man she she doesn't have any more pain and what was amazing was i encouraged her i said you know really in ask the Lord to reveal himself to you afresh in this season because he's showing you that he loves you, he cares for you. I began to break some scriptures down, give her some good foundation, right? To hover in the mysteries of God. Jesus always left people with questions. Even his own disciples would say things like, why do you speak in parables? We don't understand anything that you say. But he left them in a place of wonder, of curiosity, with questions. But that if they would seek him, he said things like this. For you, the mysteries are opened up because we're in a relationship. So I left her with an understanding, but also with mystery and question where she can have things opened up as she seeks the Lord at the appointed time. But this individual who saw this, right, in a later season was going through relationship issues and allowed me to spend time with him, even allowed me to pray for him. Actually, I believe he was the very one who inquired of the prayer. And it was amazing. We spent a lot more time during that season. And I just got a chance to be there for him. But he allowed that because he knew I was carrying something genuine, real. I care about him. Not because it's the right thing to do. No, because I'm so consumed by the love of God. I've been so well loved that I want to use that love. I can't help but to utilize that love and overflow from that love for others around me. And make sure it starts off at your home first, right? Our relationship is always first with God, with our family, with our marriage. Then to the outside world, make sure you're well at home. I've been out of alignment before where I've done things out of alignment from the home life being secured. And I'm so grateful for the conviction of the Holy Spirit to make sure 
that I'm in alignment with what's important first. Amen? If you're being convicted of that right now, just get excited. Okay, awesome. Here we go. I'm going to share another testimony of uh, instructing fitness at a hospital that I was uh, doing my wellness services at. And one of the ladies that was in this group session was going through a tough time, emotional challenges, and just began to vent and open up. And I got a chance to release a blessing over her, and a tangible shift came upon her. And others in the room were experiencing this. I was making space. I gave my platform to the Lord to begin to move and allow the kingdom of God to manifest. Even in one season when my business was not very stable, I said, Lord, how do you want to provide for me in this season? And he said, drive for Uber and Lyft. I said, whoa, wait a second. What? I'm not a cab driver. I had some pride at that time when it came to driving for Uber and Lyft. I thought I was better than that. I was making so much money through doing one hour of services through my wellness company where it would take me several hours to make driving for Uber and Lyft, but they were the very instructions that the Holy Spirit confirmed for my life in that season. So I abided, right? And it created a humble and obedient heart within me. What was great was each passenger that I drove, I would invite the Holy Spirit in and ask questions. And I would say, Lord, what did this person need? How can I bless them? What are they going through? How can I speak life over them? What direction do they need, right? Sometimes it's just listening. Sometimes it's just the presence overflowing from within me and not really saying much. Or sometimes things open up on such a deep level to speak into their family life, work life, personal things, inner healing, trauma. It was amazing. It was my Holy Spirit school season for three months. And I saw so many people being blessed in amazing ways, miracles, signs, and wonders. And I was getting blessed by some great tips too. The Lord is faithful, I'm telling you. So now that you're all fired up, now that you're all encouraged and empowered and see how tangibly this can all work out, as you position and harness your sphere of influence for the kingdom of God. To become effective at influencing others for the kingdom of God. Here are eight practical ways to harness your sphere of influence. Are you excited? Here it comes real quickly. And then we're going to pray together. And then I'm going to leave you to begin to live from this realm. Initiate, activate. Remember, information is knowledge, understanding is comprehension, application is wisdom. Use wisdom, apply these strategies to your life. But first be so consumed by the love of God. From that place you can overflow with being genuine to people. Okay, here are the eight keys. First thing, anywhere you go, anyone you're around, whatever you're about to do, Invite the Holy Spirit in. Invite the seven spirits of God in. Invite the third heaven angels in. Invite the saints in. They are all waiting to be employed to serve you as you bring heaven on earth everywhere you go. Pray over your sphere of influence by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Pray a blessing for hindrances and opposition to be removed by the blood of Jesus and speak blessings over the people and territory. 
everything you speak is from the Holy Spirit within you and the entire cosmos and elemental forces are moving upon your behalf for these blessings that you're speaking, for what you're declaring to be established. I have a great teaching on my YouTube channel when it comes to the explosive potential in your seed. Are you using it? It's called, the channel is called Rebranding Time. I will leave the link in the description below. I encourage you to check it out. You'll be so blessed. Awesome revelation. Thank you, Lord. Ask the Holy Spirit, right? Where Whoever you're around, wherever you're at, ask the Holy Spirit who needs to be ministered to today while you are moving through your sphere of influences in your everyday life. That's key number three. So here's an example when sometimes when I'm in an area and someone is continuously looking at me, right? It's like when Jesus was in the womb of Mary and Mary came to visit Elizabeth and in Elizabeth's womb was John the Baptist. He leaped because he knew the Messiah had come into the room. I have this experience with people that when they look at me and they continuously keep looking at me, I know the Lord is drawing them to me. They're leaping. And my great brother, Joe Bocek, love you so much, bro. He had spoken this word over me. Even as I had already sensed this grace and I was operating from it, but he gave me such a beautiful scripture to meditate on that lined up with the grace that God had placed over my life. Where People would just, they would be highlighted. Sometimes a light would come upon them. Sometimes as I would come around a person, the glory of God would just explode. The presence of God would amplify. And I knew that the Lord was highlighting them. Sometimes in the morning, I'll get visions. I'll get dreams. In the nighttime, I'll get dreams. Sometimes I'll get a words of knowledge, right? And I'll just begin to see people. And later on throughout my day, I will see them in person. And I know, wow, this person is fruit dangling from the tree branch, nice and low, ready to be blessed. So here's key number four. Focus on building genuine relationships with people you are encountering in your everyday life. This is so powerful. People love to be known. People love to be cared for, right? To feel valuable, to feel precious. Friend, you are a very vessel to be loved by this amazing God. Or you are an amazing vessel that vessel that others can be loved, right? Through you. Isn't that amazing? Ask, here's key number five. Ask the Holy Spirit for guidance. How can I serve them, Lord? How can I be a blessing in their lives? That's what you're doing with your sphere of influences. Lord, who is in need? Who is in who needs help? Who needs their burden to be lightened? Who can I strengthen in this season? Who do I need to pour into? Who do I need to encourage? Who do I need to spend one-on-one -on -one time with? If you Here's key number six. Kind of goes with key number five. If you hear people in need of help with family, kids, health, offer to help if you are able to. These acts of kindness speak volumes. Remember what James said, faith without works is dead. But when you live from agape love, when you move from the realm and the dimension of agape love, 
of being so consumed and baptized and immersed in the love of God, you can't help but to put other people's interests first. Not forsaking your own, but you see them as so valuable, so precious, that you want to be there for them. And they will experience the love of the Father through your life. Just like when Thomas was saying to Jesus, when are we going to see the Father? Jesus said, surely if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now we are in Christ. We are one with Christ. And surely when someone sees me, someone sees you, they're going to see the Father. In the Bible it says, the glorious inheritance in His holy saints. Even in the book of Isaiah, the angels of God are saying to God, Holy, holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Then they're looking at the earth and saying, The whole earth is filled with your glory. Who is on the earth? You, me, all of us. Here's key number seven. Ask the Holy Spirit to speak to you about the people in your sphere of influence so you can reveal the goodness of God to them. Ask the Lord to speak to you in your dreams. Spend time in receiving in prayer, in meditation, visions, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, gift of prophecy. I've got great teachings on my YouTube channel. Sessions upon sessions of moving in different realms like the hearer, seerer, feeler, knower realms, which is the vastness of how God communicates. Please check it out if you're looking for some training and equipping tools. I've trained people around the globe who have had their eyes to open to see the Lord, to see angels, to move in healing, to move in words of knowledge, words of wisdom for the gift of prophecy. The impartation is real when you come under the teaching. Think about Elijah and Elisha. Elisha walked in such a great realm of blessing because he was under the teaching of Elijah. Moses and Joshua. Joshua was hungry he would stay around he would look he would glean from he would absorb what moses was moving in and was the very vessel to walk people into the promised land key number eight the last one be ready to pray for signs wonders healings and miracles god is going to move in powerful ways over your life well, I really hope this has blessed you. My only request is please share this with other people. Allow this word to go forth where people can begin to harness their sphere of influence for the kingdom of God. Let's end with an awesome prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this awesome time. Thank you for the words that you've given to me to speak. Lord, I pray that you customize it to each and every one of them, that it would make sense, that you would personalize it, that you would allow it to fall on great soil that water would come, a harvest would come forth. And I thank you, Father God, for the blessing that they're going to begin to walk in from this season forward, the ease in harnessing their sphere of influence for the kingdom of God. Holy Spirit, come upon them right now with great power. Continue to give them revelation. I thank you, Father God. I release over you right now a glory to walk in deep revelation of God's Word, illuminating afresh for this season. Fresh food, fresh breath of air as you engage in the Word of God. A passion reignited. I feel that right now. I sense it right now. A passion reignited. Whoo, man. Some of you are going to begin to move in a great teaching anointing. 
I feel that right now, there's a word of knowledge coming to me right now on my body. The Lord is literally putting a tingling feeling in my pinky. When you explain the fivefold ministers, the pinky resembles the teacher. When you think about a pinky on your toes, without the pinky, there's no balance and you fall over. Teaching is so crucial, so imperative. So Lord, I thank you. I release that impartation over the teachers that are being called to teach in this season. Thank you, Lord God, for that glory being activated from within them right now. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for those being imparted upon right now for great signs, wonders, healings, and miracles, for ears opening up, for eyes to see, for boldness, for courageousness to come upon them, for agape love to be their portion. All these great things you have given us access to, so we come into an agreement with your great blessings, O precious Lord. We bless you, Heavenly Father. We receive everything that you have for us during this time, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, dear friends. Remember, next time, the next episode will be the last one for this season, but there will be another season for sure. What the topic will be, who knows? The Lord hasn't revealed it to me yet, but I'm expectant, excited, and eager to see what it's going to be. God bless you. Have an awesome rest of your day, afternoon, evening. Right now, it is February 3rd, which is a Friday that I've recorded this. So thank you again for your time. Bless you.